0: Welcome to Elevations, new perspectives on science, technology, education, and the arts. I'm your host, Amy Reynolds. We're talking with Dr. Lisa Sims, a psychologist at Kent State's Counseling and Psychological Services in the DeWeese Health Center. She joined the public speaking group Toastmasters International last year and took first place in the local speech competition. She advanced to the regional competition by telling a tall tale of a fictional animal named schnozzlepuss. Welcome Dr. Sims. Thank you so much. So why don't we start with uh, your career path. How did you get started in psychology? What drew you to the profession?
1: I have a really good story. I'm going to try to make it short, but I started off as a biology major because I wanted to be a medical doctor. I went for an interview for a scholarship and one of my answers led the psychologist on the, stat- on the interview panel to tell me that I sounded like a psychologist. And I was having a little bit of difficulty with calculus at the time. So I wanted to see if I needed to take calculus as a psychologist and I didn't. So I moved over to psychology because I thought it was really interesting When I once I saw the classes that were available. That's great. So what is Toastmasters and what
0: made you wanna to join?
1: Toastmasters is an international organization that is made of several clubs all across the country and the world. And basically, it teaches you not just how to speak in public settings, but also how to be a leader. So when I was younger, I used to be a really good speaker, at least in my opinion, I felt that way. But then something happened as I continued to get older and I became more nervous. And I remember one of my friends when I lived in South Carolina was telling me about Toastmasters. I didn't join then. But when I moved back home in November 2019, I had no idea about COVID and living by myself with my dog was great, but I didn't have any human interaction. And so something said, why don't you just join Toastmasters? You'll have human interaction every week. And so I went to a few of their meetings and really liked the people. And I decided to join in September. And I've been doing it ever since. And it's just been something really Thrilling for me as well as fulfilling as well, just being able to meet people, learn things and improve my speaking, because this would have been a nerve wracking interview for me if I would have had to do it before Toastmasters. So I give them a lot of respect and a lot of kudos for helping me even in this short amount of time.
0: You participated in the Toastmasters International Speech Contest, and you took first place in the local competition. I'd love to hear a little more about that. Yes, I decided to participate
1: in the Tall Tales Contest with Toastmasters, really just for fun, because I love creative writing, and I thought it would be a really good thing for me to do. I wasn't really anticipating winning, because I was very new to Toastmasters when I decided to do it. And I have not been a member of the organization for a year yet. I started September 2020. So I was really excited when I won because I went in thinking I was just going to have fun and really thought that the other participants did a really good job as far as working on presenting their information as well. So I'm really excited about that. And I was okay with the third place. Of course, I would have liked to have been in first place, but I was okay with the third place placement.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about the story for the competition? And I'm hoping you can read us an excerpt.
1: I wanted to get rid of the COVID-19. I knew I had to do something with COVID-19 because that's the thing that we were dealing with, one of the main things that we were dealing with. So I had to think about what that would look like. And so I just thought about an animal, and I named it Puss. and I just thought that would be a great way to have it because schnozzle means nose, and to put add a puss to anything makes it a very friendly and lovable animal. So that's kind of how I came up with it. I will read the excerpt from my... And I'm going to do the last part because I feel like that's the part that's the most important. So the next day, I was watching television and there was an interruption in programming. The news reporter exclaimed that the virus was no longer in the air. It disappeared. The person they interviewed was a scientist stating that the virus was gone and that it must have naturally disappeared. But I knew the truth. I recalled my conversation with Schnauzel and smiled as I could imagine how happy and how full he was. I rushed out of the house and hiked in the woods to find Schnauzel, but I could not find him to thank him. Then I became sad because there was no way he could be recognized for his heroic efforts. On the other hand, I have so much respect for him that I had to also respect his privacy I will never forget what Schnozzle said about helping others that do not look like him because he could benefit them with his gift. What a wonderful sacrifice made and a selfless thing he did, but he did not have
0: to do it. Thank you, Schnozzle. I will never forget you. That's wonderful. Was there something that inspired you to think that direction? Well, yeah,
1: because I felt like we needed to get rid of COVID and I wish we did have a schnauzer puss to get rid of COVID <laughs> so easily. <laughs> but then as time went on, I, in between the area contest and the division contest, my one of my friends fell ill to COVID and I actually had it too, but I dedicated the speech to him. Unfortunately, he did pass away, but it gave people a sense of hope when I talked to them about my dedication to him. And even though I miss him, I think that he was happy that I dedicated the speech to him and came in third place at that point because three was a special number to that person. So it really meant something to me.
0: Uh, Well, I'm sorry for your loss, but that is a nice way to try to bring some closure and have something positive come out of that.
1: Right, right.
0: Do you plan to do any more competitions?
1: Oh, yes. I definitely won. I realized that you could enter both the Tall Tales as well as the International Speaking Contest at the same time. In fact, the person that won the Tall Tales also won the International Speaking Contest. She took, she swept it. So I want to be able to do that too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so and and also get a lot of the club members to participate as well because i think it's a really good way to network as well as to have other people talk to you about your speaking and to help you to do well.
0: Well, that's, that's exciting. Well, we'll be here to cheer you on. Although I have no doubt that uh, a victory is in your future again, (laughs) in your near future. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. We've been talking with Dr. Lisa Sims, a psychologist at Kent State's Counseling and Psychological Services at DeWeese Health Center. Elevations is produced by Joe Gunderman and John Nungesser. I'm Amy Reynolds, Dean of Kent State's College of Communication and Information. Join us every Saturday morning on 89.7 and hear this and past interviews at wksu.org elevations.